I just thought I'd hop on to do a general endo belly Q&A and also to answer any questions that you guys might have about the endo belly course um, because the endo belly course doors are closing at 10pm tonight um, and they won't open again for another year because I'm only going to launch this course once a year because obviously I have the Live and Thrive course as well that I have to run um, so it would be a lot of things um, and this is also going to air on the podcast as well so and there's not going to be like the usual intro to do that I normally do so for those of you listening on the podcast um hello and this is yeah before we dive into today's episode, I want to give a shout out to my lovely sponsors at BU. And I wanted to tell you about their new bath bombs, which are naturally made and contain beautiful essential oils. And their peppermint and eucalyptus essential oils um, bath bomb is doing so well right now with the endometriosis community. They're getting loads of feedback about it. And, you know, if you love the patches themselves you're going to love the bath bombs because essentially it's <laughs> the patch in a bath bomb um so you know if you're on your period or if you're in pain you could have a bath with some of the bath bombs or one of them I don't know you could have multiple if you want um and then yeah get out the bath maybe rub in some cbd balm and put your patch on top, which is um, what a lot of people are feeding back that they're doing. So um, I would love to do that, but um, I don't have a bath, so I can't. But if you have a bath, um, then, you know, I think these new bath bombs could be a lovely way to help alleviate some of your pain. So if you'd like to check them out, you can go to BU, which is buonline.co.uk, and you can also order them from anywhere in the world on cultbeauty.co.uk and they deliver worldwide. Ruth, I'm going to dive in with your question first. So you're going to do a celiac disease test. Um, so I don't know if you listened to my podcast episode on it. Um, and you asked, like, what should you eat for the six weeks building up to the celiac disease test? Um, and... I'm glad you asked this because I've been thinking about it myself because I'm going to be reintroducing gluten to do the celiac test for myself as well. Um, so really what we need to focus on here is like whole as, as whole foods as possible because what we don't want to do is raise inflammation and affect your blood sugar. Um, and often a lot of gluten-containing products do spike blood sugar and raise inflammation because they're processed um, and they break down more easily in the gut. So that will raise blood sugar and high blood sugar raises inflammation. So we don't want you to have like flare-ups um, in terms of pain. So if I... Now, obviously, I'm not a nutritionist, a nutritionist or dietitian. I am educated on nutrition and diet. Um but I'm not kind of prescribing you what to eat, if that makes sense. So um, what I would say is one principle, kind of the most important principle, is whatever gluten food you choose to eat, you pair it with fat and protein and fibre. So pair it with fibre from vegetables and fruit, pair it with at least two tablespoons of healthy fats um, and protein. So your the protein serving should look like a kind of fist size 
um, and thickness. So it should sort of look like thick and um, size of your palm. I'm really tired by the way, so I'm not like explaining myself very well, I'm forgetting words. Um, we obviously traveled on Monday and to me, my brain thinks it's like 8 p.m. and I didn't sleep very well last night. Um, so having that fat and protein is gonna slow down the release of carbohydrates and that's gonna stabilize your blood sugar. So whatever you have, make sure you're doing that. The second thing is focus on like whole foods rather than processed. So Ruth, are you in, I think you're in the UK, aren't you? So instead of just going buying like a Tesco's white loaf of bread or um, Hovis, those are usually heavily processed, very simple carbohydrates. I would try to go for a, if you can, um, maybe bake, have some fun baking your own loaves of bread, if that's where you want to go, if you want to have bread. Now, bread is formed from flour, so it is gonna spike your blood sugar. So if you are gonna go, but it's really difficult to get around this with gluten. So if you are going to go for bread, um, kind of add some like nuts or seeds to your loaf. You could make a really beautiful like loaf with some like um, hazelnuts and you know raisins and um, lots of pumpkin seeds, um, fat sourdough, exactly. The only thing with sourdough is that it does contain less gluten because the gluten's broken down in the process. So, um, it's a great option generally, but if we're trying to get you this celiac diagnosis and we're trying to get the antibodies up, I wouldn't solely rely on sourdough. Definitely have some, but I wouldn't solely rely on it. Um, rye bread would be a good option because it tends to be denser, so it's gonna take longer to break down gut. Um, so basically heavily seeded, um, if you can bake it yourself, like bake yourself like a, a rye bread or something, that's going to be great. Um, add some like nuts and seeds, that will be lovely. Um, if you're going to go for something like a pasta, try and go for whole wheat. Um, be mindful of the serving size. Um, if you kind of think about what I discuss on with blood sugar, um, a healthy blood sugar balance and plate is half the plate is vegetables, low starchy vegetables, a quarter of the plate is protein, then the final quarter is split between healthy fats, which you know I've explained is the um, two tablespoons of um, fat, and then the kind of other sliver is normally the starch or carbohydrates. Now this will vary depending on your energy output, guys. Someone who is a dancer is gonna need a higher quantity of um, starchy carbs in contrast to what I would need. So um, you might need to increase that, but basically I wouldn't just create your entire plate of pasta roof. Like I would think like low starchy veggies, protein, fat, and then you've got the pasta as well. Obviously there's cracked wheat, so you could do like a lovely tabbouleh salad. Um, there is, um, what's the other wheat called? Oh my gosh, it's gone, bulgur wheat. Um, you can do salads with bulgur wheat. Um, and so experiment with wheat containing grains in salads and dishes that are, you know, blood sugar balancing and try not to go for the processed supermarket brand um, 
in uh, products try to if you're going to um make i don't know sat, you know crumpets try if you can make them yourself if you can't you know it's it's not the end of the world but for the majority of the time try to balance your blood sugar it is a bit trickier with gluten containing products um but if you can that's going to help to keep that inflammation down i hope that helps ruth um so questions regarding the endo belly course or the endo belly feel free to write them in as i'm chatting but i just thought i'd answer some questions that have been um sent in to me um they are also on the website if you want to have a look um so where should we start okay so um i have symptoms i have other symptoms of endometriosis not just the endo belly will the endo belly course still help so yes that's the short answer um gut health problems are one of the key sources of inflammation um and chronic illness like 70 to 80 percent of our immune system which is what makes inflammation is in and around the gut so the chances are a lot of the inflammation is coming from the gut and endo is an inflammatory disease so as long as inflammation is high endo is going to be worse so lowering the inflammation in the gut healing the gut is going to be one of the key ways to get your symptoms in under control however the course isn't a full course on endometriosis that's live and thrive with endo um what i found was that gut health is such an extensive area the endo belly is such an extensive area that for some people it was too much to juggle both it was too much to work on the other areas of endometriosis and gut health so this course is about solely focusing on gut health to improve endometriosis symptoms and to improve the endo belly overall um so if you take this course you will see improvements some of them will be very dramatic um in your endo symptoms you might even have full eradication of your endo symptoms if you have some left remaining you might have nervous system upregulation although we're going to address that quite significantly you might have hpa axis dysfunction um some hormonal imbalances may be left over i'm trying to think what else would be um not covered um blood sugar dysregulation so in that hydrate um then you could move on to live and thrive and kind of work on those areas so that it feels less overwhelming you're like right i'm working on the endo belly i'm working on gut health that's going to improve a host of my symptoms the ones that are left over you're going to know what to pinpoint in live and thrive if that's what you want to do if that makes sense um so do I have to have a SIBO diagnosis for this course? No, you just need to have symptoms of the endo belly so that um, severe, you know, extended bloating and gut health issues, gut problems, diarrhea, constipation, gas, acid reflux, nausea, vomiting. That's all, that's all you need to be able to take this course. You don't need a diagnosis of SIBO and you don't have to suspect SIBO. Not everyone in the course is going to have SIBO. Just a reminder that this episode is sponsored by BU. These natural patches last for 12 hours, so they bring you prolonged relief and can begin working on relaxing your muscles before the pain kicks in, so you're prepared even if your period comes during the middle of the day. 
Some people even find that wearing them a night before their period can really help soothe the inflammation in the area. To shop, just head to link in my show notes. Can you do this course on hormonal birth control? So some of you have asked because you know, you may know, you may not know, hormonal birth control does affect the gut. So can it conflict with the healing that we're going to do? Yes, to a degree, it may affect the healing, but actually the tools that I'm gonna be teaching you are going to really help to counteract those effects and are gonna help to support your gut health and your endo belly whilst on hormonal birth control. So if you choose to be on hormonal birth control and you want to continue being on hormonal birth control, actually what we're gonna be teaching is going to help you to better manage your gut health and your endo belly whilst on hormonal birth control is gonna kind of reduce those effects. However, if you weren't on birth control, then you would have even more extensive healing, but you're still going to experience the healing, you're still going to get um, the benefits, but you may get even better benefits if you weren't on the hormonal birth control, for example. Now, because this course, the healing of the gut is going to be able to improve your endo symptoms, you may get to the end of the course and realize you don't need to be on hormonal birth control anymore. If you're not using it for contraception, if you are only using it for endo management symptoms and you want to come off hormonal birth control, then this course should be able to help you to do that because it will reduce your symptoms. And I've had multiple clients and course students come off their birth control because their symptoms have reduced. Um, so yes, you can. Um, it will help with the symptoms that it will help with the effects that birth control cause to your gut. Um, you will probably get more extensive healing without birth control, but this is going to help full stop. Um, then someone said that they take um, NSAIDs and said painkillers regularly, and they've heard that they're not good for gut health. Do you have to stop them to heal their endobody? No, you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do in this course. Um, as a health coach, I can never prescribe you a protocol. I can never tell you to take something. It's all about me providing you with options and then you choosing what works best for you. So um, you don't have to stop taking NSAIDs if you don't want to. They do contribute to leaky gut pretty significantly. So I will educate you on that. Um, and I will provide you with tools and options to help to heal leaky gut and counteract leaky gut if you want to stay on NSAIDs. If you come off the NSAIDs, it is going to help to improve your healing more rapidly. Um, but everything we do is still going to help and is going to in part counteract that. I will also be providing you with alternative um, supplements that have been shown to be just as effective for pain relief as NSAIDs. So you will have options to help you come off NSAIDs if you want. And just like the um, hormonal birth control, you should experience such a significant reduction. Um, now, obviously, everyone's different. I can't wave a magic wand and promise that, you know, you're going to be completely symptom free so everyone's symptom improvement is going to vary but um 
the hope is that your symptoms improve so much that you don't need to be as reliant on NSAIDs. So if you're taking NSAIDs four times a day, maybe we can reduce them to three times a day or twice a day or once a day, or in some cases, not at all. I've literally had clients go from taking NSAIDs to not taking NSAIDs at all in the space of a month. So it really depends what's going on for you, but I will provide you with options for coming off NSAIDs. I would hope that the improvements you see will mean that you don't need to take them as regularly. And even if you do continue to take them, this course is going to help you to improve your gut health, even though you're on them. So I hope that is, I hope that makes sense. If anyone has any questions, feel free just to throw them in the chat. Um, let me see what other questions to cover. Hmm. Um, if you have just come out of surgery or you're having surgery, some people have asked about this, is it the right time? So yes, you may need to take it slower to give yourself that time to recover, but the course is totally self-paced. So you can take a whole year on module one if you want to. The only live part about the course is me coming on live for an hour every week answering your questions but the modules will be you'll have lifetime access to them forever and all of the live Q&A calls will be recorded so you'll have lifetime access to them as well so you can just watch them whenever you want if you need to rest um so the everything that we teach in the course is going to help you to heal better it's going to lower inflammation it's going to improve your healing time it's going to lower pain during healing but also it's going to help to prevent the um, complications that might arise after surgery in terms of the endo belly so it's going to help to deal with adhesions it's going to help to deal with um, damage to the gut from drugs and medication, pain relief. So it's actually going to improve your endo belly post-surgery where most of the time people's endo belly gets worse after surgery. So it's actually a great tool to take, to do after um, surgery. Um, oh, thank you. Um, thank you, Curry. That's so sweet. Um, so yes, it should be helping you. I've just had a request. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to kind of take people on to ask questions now. Um, but if you want to like send in a question, you can just send in a question. But I'm not going to kind of do live like letting people into the call. Otherwise, um, I think we'll just be here all night. Um, so. I hope that helps in terms of surgery questions. Um, I'm just gonna see if there are any others. Um, do you have to complete all the action steps from the course in the six weeks? No, it is totally self-paced. Um, as I said, the only live component is me going one, like going in live with you guys. Um, and the action steps in the course, in fact, some of them are going to take longer than the course. So for example, the four week endo belly healing protocol, you'll still be doing as the course ends. So 
you can take, if you want to take a year working on healing your endo belly, you absolutely can. You, This is literally about you taking the information that I give you and designing it to your own time frame. Um, I don't expect and I wouldn't want anyone to try and fit everything into the six weeks because that's just... It is, it's not going to work for the healing. It's supposed to be step by step, um, but you get all of the information in the six weeks, if that makes sense. Um, feel free to send in questions if you have any live. I'm just going to see if there's anything else that I think would be relevant. Um, how much time do you need to give the course? So the modules, there's six modules. Um, and then there's free bonus modules. There might be some extra special guests coming on, so there might be a couple more. Um, you get a module a week. You don't have to complete them in that week. You can take as long as you want to complete them. Um, they're about two hours each and the lessons vary. So each module is broken down into lessons and the lessons vary between 10 minutes to 40 minutes. So that's how long a lesson would be. So you can break it up over a week or a month or a couple of months. It's totally up to you. Um, and how does this differ from one-to-one -one coaching? some people have asked like what's better so with the courses i'm delivering all of the information and then it's up to you to decide which bits are relevant for you it's obviously significantly cheaper to do a course in contrast if you're working with me one-on-one -on -one, i'm going to be tailoring that information to you and so you won't, you know, it's not like you're having to work, you're going through, um, how do I explain it? I will tailor the information to the symptoms that you're presenting me with when we're working one on one and I'll create you a tailored, personalized um, plan in collaboration with you. Obviously, it's a lot more expensive. It's not expensive, I'm, I, have don't know any health coach that is cheaper than I am to be honest um so but the difference is very dramatic I think it works out that you get each module for about seven pounds that's how it breaks down um so the course is a hundred pounds or 35 pounds a month so um it's a lot cheaper but you and you get all of the information and then you tailor it to yourself where in contrast coaching is more hand-holding there's a more accountability um, and I tailor it to your needs um I think those are probably all of the main questions there are a couple more on my website that you can have a look at um but I feel like I'm covering all of the ones that you guys would probably want to know um does anyone else have any more questions about oh i've got a question pop up
Okay, I'm just trying to reread this question. Okay, so Curry3294, I'm not, I don't quite understand the question. So what are your primary gifts that relate to your spiritual life and attributes, skills and abilities you possess and ones you may be learning, practicing or other ways, types or techniques and other knowledge you may, you may know or are currently working in or learning? I'm not sure I fully understand the question. Um, do you mean like what spiritual practices do I, like do I have spiritual practices? Thank you, that's Ah, okay. So Curry, I don't know if you have endometriosis. Um, but this is like a for an endometriosis space. Um, so if you don't have endometriosis, this is really like just a space for, for endo. Um, so I think that's everything. Um, if anyone has any questions, you can just send me a DM. I'll be on my Instagram um, tonight to answer your questions. Um, hey, Emma. And um, yeah. You can send me an email, uh, let me know if you have any like follow-up questions, if you're not sure anything about the course, and hopefully I will see some of you in the course next week. We already have about, I think there's 50 of us, um, so it'll be a really lovely group, um, and I look forward to seeing some of you all next week. All right, thanks guys, bye. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about what I do or read more on endometriosis and living well with it, um, you can head to my Instagram page, which is this underscore endolife. Um, you can head to my website, which is www.thisendolife.com. And you can also get um, a free guide to managing endometriosis naturally on my website. Um, I've put the link in my show notes. It's a beginner's guide to getting started and all of the areas that I um, have worked on to help reduce my endometriosis symptoms and pain and live well with endometriosis. As always, if you like this show, please rate, review and or subscribe. It really, truly does help others to hear the podcast and hopefully will help them to live better with endometriosis. This episode was produced by The Pod Farm. Whether you're an established podcaster or just getting started, visit thepodfarm.com to see how they can help you go from an idea to a finished show that's ready to be heard by the world.